Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 153. I'm a Cherokee, she said. Full-blooded? Nope, only four pints. My mom was white, my dad was a real reservation native. He came out this way, eventually married my mom, had me, then when they split, he went back to Oklahoma. He went back to the reservation? No, he borrowed money and opened a Taco Bell knockoff called Taco Bills. He does okay. He doesn't like me. Says I'm a half-breed. I'm sorry. He's a jerk. I'm, a pr- I'm proud of my native blood. It helps pay my college tuition. Hell, one day it'll probably help me get a job if I can't sell my bronzes. There's always that, said Shadow. He stopped in El Paso, Illinois, population 2,500, to let Sam out at a down-at-heel house at the edge of town. A large wire-framed model of a reindeer covered in twinkling lights stood in the front yard. You want to come in, she asked. My aunt would give you coffee. No, he said, I've got to keep moving. She smiled at him, looking suddenly and for the first time vulnerable. She patted him on the arm. You're fucked up, mister, but you're cool. I believe that's what they call the human condition, said Shadow. Thanks for the company. No problem, she said. If you see any gods on the road to Cairo, you make sure and say hi to them from me. She got out of the car and went to the door of the house. She pressed a doorbell and stood there at the door without looking back. Shadow waited until the door was opened and she was safely inside before he put his foot down and headed back for the highway. He passed through Normal and Bloomington and Lawndale. At eleven that night, Shadow started shaking. He was just entering Middleton. He decided he needed sleep or just not to drive any longer, and he pulled up in front of a Knight's Inn, paid $35 cash in advance for his ground floor room, and went into the bathroom. A sad cockroach lay on its back in the middle of the tiled floor. Shadow took a towel and cleaned off the inside of the tub with it, then ran a bath. In the... And that's our page. Sam reveals to Shadow that she is of Cherokee ancestry, but only a third? There's 12 pints of blood in the human body, isn't there? I I could be wrong about that. And so maybe there's eight? I don't know. My memory is terrible, and I should have just done a quick Google, but, well, here we are. Anyhow, the Cherokee were concentrated mainly in the area that is now North and South Carolina and Georgia before white people showed up to fuck everything up. Their language shares a number of similarities with the Iroquois, and oral traditions passed to an ethnographer named James Mooney seem to indicate that the Cherokee traveled south from the Great Lakes portion of the U.S. in pre-Columbian America. The Cherokee Nation is currently the largest federally recognized tribe in America, The tribe was also the first non-European group to be offered American citizenship in 1817. It is with much sarcasm that I note just how generous that is. Sam is a bit cynical as she notes that her status as a Native American can help her pay for school and also maybe even help her get employment if her art career doesn't take off. She's pretty blasé about the whole thing, but I also kind of wonder if it's a front. It is mentioned just a little bit down the page that she looks vulnerable for the first time. And so I I just wonder if maybe as she's getting a bit more into her backstory with Shadow here, if she is feeling a bit more vulnerable and more open. It's certainly something that to be said about young people who are taught basically not to be emotionally vulnerable around people, but also more that young women are taught that if they're vulnerable around men they don't know, or even men they do know, that whatever happens to them is something they're going to be blamed for. So it seems in line that she wouldn't necessarily let her mask down until she's leaving. Honestly surprised she did at all. El Paso, Illinois, population of 2,500 in the book, which would have been about 2,000, currently hovering around 2,800 as of the 2010 census. 
it's interesting to me to see a rural community whose population hasn't gone down, but perhaps it's not as rural as I think. I don't know. I didn't look at the geography more directly. I like Salmon. Spoiler alert, we can look forward to seeing her down the line again. She has a brief aside where she's here for a couple of pages in a separate, sort of like a coming to America bit, and then she'll show up a little bit more as we get closer towards the end. Normal Illinois mentioned on the page, population of 52,000 people. Ben Fold's 2008 album, Way Too Normal, is named after the city. Bloomington, Illinois, population 76,000, is sister city to Normal and home to State Farm Insurance, as well as possibly being of interest to Wednesday as it contains the largest Dairy Queen restaurant in the country. I know it's not a roadside attraction, but it's just odd enough that it might be something he'd be interested in. Lawndale is a small, unincorporated community with one tavern and a post office in a converted mobile home. The town was founded in 1854, and the post office has been in operation since 1855. Middleton, population of 434 in 2000 and 324 in 2010, has a total area of about a quarter of a mile, or a little over half a kilometer, so it's very small. It was once considered as a possible capital for Illinois due to legislators traveling through it so often. It also contains the oldest wooden structure in Illinois, the Stagecoach Inn, where Abe Lincoln may have legitimately slept. And now I'm thinking of the Mario Brothers TV show episode where they were trying to convince people that I think George Washington had slept in the bed and they were trying to rent out their house. I guess I'm going to go on YouTube after this and see if I can find that and refresh my brain. I can sadly find no reference to a place called the Knights Inn or a Knights Inn in Middleton, but given it's been 18 years, a lot could have changed or it could just be it could just be one of those names that Neil pulled out of the air. Shadow stops for the night and has only a sad cockroach for company. Fortunately, or maybe unfortunately, Shadow will have a little more company in a little bit, so something to look forward to. And if you've never stayed in a place where you've got to wipe down the tub before you use it, eh, it's not great. So Shadow's definitely slumming it a bit here, but if you can find a place that doesn't take a credit card when you don't want to use your credit card, I guess you got to take it. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetail at gmail.com or on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.